0: Welcome to Business Blurred You and the Women Running Businesses podcast. My name is Francisca Lee and I'll be your host. If this is your first time listening to Women Running Businesses, we're a podcast that brings successful female entrepreneurs in every episode to dive deeper into their minds. So stick around to your authentic and honest conversation surrounding entrepreneurship and make sure to subscribe to Stay in the Loop. Today we have a very special guest, Sarah Foray. Sarah is the founder of Contour Cube, their original eye facial beauty tool based out of Australia. I just had to preface this by saying, this is such a cool tool concept and I cannot wait to learn more about it today. Sarah, I'm so glad to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about it. Of course. So let's start off with, you know, this Contour Cube is a very unique idea. How did this idea come about?
1: Um, so I came up with the idea actually at the end of last year. Um, and launched the product at the beginning of this year Um, and it's a product that was very much inspired by my mom Uh, so she absolutely loves facial icing and she told me to basically read up on all its benefits and I was so pumped to try it Um, and so I did my research and obviously cryotherapy or skin icing has been around for centuries Um, and it's always been used in kind of some shape or form so um, maybe even like plunging your face into a bowl of ice <laughs> or just like using ice cubes um, from a normal ice tray, um, which is exactly what I did when I started icing my face for the first time. Um, and as I was doing it, I sort of realized how inconvenient and annoying icing your face is with tiny, tiny, slippery ice cubes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made my hands really cold, Um You know, you can only really use the ice cube once and then you (laughs) refill the ice cube tray again Um, and, you know, holding this like the shapes a bit awkward and that kind of thing. So that was kind of my light bulb moment. Um, And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I need a tool to help me with this. Um, So I'll just see what's out there. And I started Googling and researching what tools were out there and I literally found nothing. Um, and I thought to myself like how does this not exist Um, and I was so excited by the idea I just had to start designing Um, and I and so I put pen to paper and started drawing out all the different shapes and sizes um, and figuring out what would comfortably fit in my hand um, what shape would work well on faces um, and came up sort of with that cylinder shape that kind of um fit into like the contours of your face and those hard to reach areas. Um, and then at the end of the day, I also wanted it to, to design it in a way that was quite sleek and contemporary in design. Um, and that's basically how the Contour Cube was born. Um, yeah. That's kind of the background of it. Um,
0: yeah. It's really cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's been crazy. Um, I, I actually um, have a bit of a background in graphic design um, and I guess one of the most favorite things I love to do is um, come up with the names for things and, and names of products um, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I guess the contour cube, the name itself kind of came to mind um, because it's good for you know, de your skin um, and at the end of the day we've designed it in a cube like shape and it is an ice cube. Um, So, yeah, that's how we kind of came up with the name as well.
0: Yeah, that alliteration is so cute. And I just have to say, when you mentioned dunk your face in a bowl of ice water, flashbacks to middle school when I used to do that every morning. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it's quite refreshing. And and it's like, if anything, a really great instant wake me up in the morning. It is,
0: yeah. (laughs) So how long was it from idea, like idea conception to like a physical product in your hand?
1: So it did take quite a few months. So um, from, say, putting pen to paper, um, from there, um, we actually have a 3D printer at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really helped in, like, pr- the prototyping and actually fast tracking the development of that process. Um, and once I was happy with the design, I... Um, you know, it only takes a couple of hours to print something, and you have that prototype in your hand, which is so exciting. Um, but I guess despite how simplistic and minimalist um, the Condo Cube actually looks, it was quite an extensive development process. So there was a lot of like trial and error, and like reviewing numerous um, prototypes and samples, which took like quite a few months. Um, and once we kind of tested shapes and tested different materials. Um when we were finally satisfied with the final result, we kind of, you know, started speaking to a manufacturing company, finalizing the color palette. Um, then we obviously worked on building the website, um, which we did using Shopify.
0: Mm, yeah. um,
1: <laughs> and then um all the way through to like um thinking of the packaging, um and you know the photography so we've actually got a light box at home so um you know doing everything from like content and descriptions um to basically launching the product um really through TikTok and that's how we really got that validation for the product but it did I would say like several months from the
0: idea all the way through to like implementing it right that's actually pretty quick in terms of like a physical product that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah um
1: yeah I guess um I do have like a background in graphic design Mm -hmm. Um, and then from there I also uh, worked for a production company so like bringing products to life and um, you know creating um, custom-made merchandise um, all the way through to where I am now which is I actually work for an online retail um, company so In hindsight, I guess my experience to this date has helped me launch the business. Um, So all the way from like brand identity to creating the products and then, you know, now sort of opening my eyes to the space of
0: e-commerce. Right, right. Are you still working like a full time job on top of, you know, your own business? Yeah,
1: (laughs) yes, I am at the (laughs) moment. So it's been so crazy. But yeah, I'm working basically nine to five, 30 every day. Um, I am working from home, um, given like the lockdown situation, right. and COVID. um, but in that sense, I guess every moment I get like in my lunch breaks, um, I am packing orders and fulfilling orders and dropping them off at the post office. Um, and then at nighttime as well, just working on the business. And so any spare moment I have, I'm kind of, um, hustling on the side, I guess.
0: Yeah. I'm probably always working, always running around like to do lists <laughs> everywhere.
1: Yeah, literally. It's like a lot of screen fatigue. It's like constantly like looking at the screen or looking at my phone or yeah,
0: it's a a bit of that. Yeah. Do you currently carry like all your inventory and like ship it out yourself or like do you have a team or is that all outsourced? How does that kind of work?
1: Yeah. So it's a bit of a small team at the moment. So my partner um, helps a lot in the product development side of things. We're constantly um, thinking of like the next innovation. Um, My brother actually really helps with the marketing side of the business. Um, And my mom actually helps a lot in terms of fulfilling and packing the orders. And that's one of the most time-consuming things so it's been such a huge help to have that support from family Um, we uh, order the stock um, from our manufacturer um, and we store it actually um, in a bit of a storage um, room that we've got in our house Um, so that's kind of where we fulfill and pack the orders um, just all from home at the moment Um, we like to call it a bit of a bedroom business (laughs) (laughs) at the moment
0: yeah that's kind of awesome. You have, like, your whole family helping you out. Must be, like, really nice also have that family time on top of, you know, being so busy all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And they're so understanding and, like, yeah, th- this, it's been
0: such a great help. So you're currently in Australia. I guess you're shipping out of Australia. But I'm curious, where do you see most of your customers coming from? Is it, like, you know, Australia, New Zealand area, or is it, like, you know, Americas, Europe, wherever?
1: Yeah, I think um, because of TikTok, um, it's really helped launch the product to a global market. Um, so when we, when we were kind of, one of our videos kind of went viral, you see it kind of trend in different countries. Um, so we were initially like trending and a lot of our customers are in Australia, but one of our biggest markets is actually the US. Um, so yeah, we do, we do ship a majority of our products to the US. We also ship around Europe as well um and also in the Middle East which is quite cool um and yeah I guess because of the the buzz in the U.S. we were actually um able to be stocked in urban outfitters in the U.S. which which has been one of the most exciting things I think um oh my God. yeah since launching thank you
0: yeah so I, I know mm-hmm. I've seen your videos pop up on my FYP like here and there <laughs> um yeah. it, that's probably definitely contributed so much to your growth but were you prepared for that spike in orders Oh, no, definitely not.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, I guess when we kind of first um, posted on TikTok um, and we had our first run of product, I guess to be honest, we really weren't um, ready for that uh, scale. Um, so, I guess my first video that I posted about Contour Cube, I was simply just talking to the camera. I was just explaining, like, this is the Contour Cube. You know this is my best kept secret for healthy glowing skin and i'm going to show you how you use it um and just from that one video uh we already had sales uh, which was super exciting because no one had really seen this product before mm-hmm. um and from there i guess um i posted a couple of other videos um and the one that really popped off was a story behind my business and how i started it um so it was it was a really like short video 30 seconds um, you know, how I started it, how I saw the demand for the product, um, showed a little bit about, uh, of the 3d printing, um, and how I brought it to life. So I posted it the night before. And then the next morning it was so surreal. Um, I woke <laughs> up <laughs> to see all my stock completely sold out. Um, and every time I refreshed my TikTok, it would literally jump in views by like the tens of thousands. Um, and that really validated the demand for the product, um, And yeah, it was really amazing to see, um, you know, so much support from people in the comments. Um, And yeah, so I guess, yeah, we really wasn't expecting that. So from there, I guess one of the challenges was, um, yeah, making that getting that stock, um, getting that stock and obviously we had to wait for all the tooling to be finalized and that kind of thing. So we were kind of out of stock for a little bit. but at that point, we, still, we were able to basically um, open our website up to pre-orders. Um, and that was still, I mean, it was still positive in a way uh, because we felt like we were running like almost a little Kickstarter campaign and, <laughs> and people were like backing us, um, you know, with pre-orders. So even though we, we weren't expecting it, we still were able to kind of find our way around it.
0: Yeah, that's really awesome. TikTok is so amazing for small businesses to really yeah. like kick them into the spotlight.
1: <laughs> totally. It's, so, it's such a powerful tool. And I think there's a bit of a misconception where it's kind of like, oh, people are just like dancing on there and like lip syncing. And there, it, it, there really is such a huge business community on there. So yeah, I would definitely recommend to, to um, yeah, use TikTok as a tool in, in your marketing
0: mix for sure yeah and I just, I just have to ask how did you guys end up getting into Urban Outfitters like what was that process like I honestly
1: think it was because of the TikToks um so I think um that's how they kind of found the product um and they basically just emailed us and I remember opening um the email and I was literally like screaming uh <laughs> now it's like so excited I was like oh my god um this is so exciting um but yeah it was just just like a simple email um obviously they um, had to go through a bit of like a sampling process and that kind of thing and and yeah that was basically three months into launching um is when we got approached by urban outfitters and i i i think it's, it was really because of the um the growth on tiktok that kind of put
0: us on their radar yeah definitely and like with such a like you know unique revolutionary product in this beauty industry are you ever worried that like a large corporation will like see it and like rip you off a your deal?
1: I actually, yes, totally am. Um, and to be honest, um, I've we have seen some people trying to replicate the product as well, um, and it's definitely been, to be honest, like an emotional roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there's been massive highs in terms of like being the first to market and like selling out and now being stocked in Urban Outfitters and videos going viral. So that's like so exciting. And then I guess on the flip side, because there's so much, there's so much buzz um, and exposure around the product. um, There has been a little bit of like copy paste happening. Um, And obviously so open to like competition and whatnot. But basically there's been a lot of like replication of the product but with no innovation so not trying to change the colors or the shape or even the name which obviously you can't use um because that is trademarks. Um, but yeah it's like when you put a lot of effort into generating everything from the product to like the instructions the imagery and everything like that um, yeah it is a little bit tough to to and a bit disheartening at the end of the day to, to see that kind of thing happen
0: yeah definitely it's always heartbreaking to see like you know you spent months you know putting other work prototyping and then seeing someone else like very blatantly try and take it from you
1: yeah 100 percent. and i think like the most hurtful thing actually is to is you see some people or, or some keyboard warriors then make the assumption that we're then not the first and that uh. we bought something off the shelf and i'm like no no i i like i, I you need to know like the full background and the history of how much effort you know went into this um but yeah I mean at the end of the day like no one is you and if you created the product like you're that in- you're the innovator um and and I would definitely say like don't overthink it's been too much being upset about upset about that I think just continue to focus on growing your business yeah
0: definitely and how do you go about protecting your business like legally
1: I yeah, so
0: copywriting is all very important, and you can hear my dog start barking a second. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so definitely. Um you know, protect your, your IP, um, any way you can. Um, obviously we trade like the products. Um, we've got all our IP in place and in terms of like the design and whatnot, um, and luckily social platforms like Facebook and Instagram have been so supportive of, you know, counterfeit products and things like that and very much in favor of small businesses. So, um, yeah, do what you need to protect yourself, raise any issues in terms of copyright or trademark infringements and stuff like that. Um, yeah, if someone is
0: using your images, you know, you, you can re- report it. So, um, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's always so great to see, like, you know, Instagram and Facebook kind of, you know, I know there were a backlash for, like, you know, not supporting small businesses a while ago. So yeah. It's really great to see that shift in their um, actions.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's, it's, so, it's so huge and it's so helpful for small businesses when you see that support from them. So, yeah, it's, I'm very grateful
0: for that. So now that you've had a couple of videos go viral, like when you're making TikToks now or Instagram like reels, because those are really big too, are you making them with the attention of like, okay, I need this to go viral? Or is it still like that laid back? Like, I'm just doing this for fun. If it goes viral, that's really awesome. Oh God, I wish I could think like that. (laughs) I guess because I'm so like, you almost get like addicted to
1: wanting to like, get to that, that stage again. And you're like, and then, it's so funny because you never know what TikTok is going to do well. Like, in my mind, I'll film something and I'm like, all right, this is it. I've done it again. And then I post it and it flops and you're like, oh. And then something that takes me maybe like five minutes to film, that's the one that kicks off. And I'm like, I don't understand the algorithm anymore. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I always try um, to, to put out quality content. Um, I'm always thinking, you know, when I'm filming, is this – going to educate um like my audience or is this going to entertain or is this going to inspire so those are the kind of things i have in mind before like i film a tiktok video and i do see like some patterns like you know uh when i do recipes you know that does quite well because you know people want to save that for later maybe (laughs) i'll try that recipe later on um and then, yeah, like I love sharing the behind the scenes of my business, how I started. I think people get quite inspired by the story. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like um, people give that advice of, you know, you need to post every single day, like four times a day. Yeah. And I'm like, how? How, do you, how do you come up with all the like all that content? Uh, but uh, yeah, we try, I try to at least post like three times a week. Um and I think consistency is key. Um, but I don't really like to post for the sake of posting. I, I really try to, to um, yeah, make sure that it is something of value.
0: And um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Content creation is its whole, like, full and a half time job by itself.
1: Oh, seriously. It does take so much time. Um, it does take so much time. And you do think about, you know, okay, how am I going to start this video? What's my hook going to be? um, okay, like, what sound am I going to use? Like, it, it's a lot of, of, like, um, planning that goes
0: into it. Definitely, yeah, and then you mentioned recipes. How do you, uh, come up with those? Um, so I've done, like, quite a bit of research, um, on
1: different kinds of recipes, um, and what the benefits are, um, so, yeah, I've just kind of tried and tested them myself, um, and, yeah, obviously, there's loads of different, um, facial icing benefits, um, and things like freezing green tea is really good for inflammation. Um, coconut milk uh, smells amazing and is, <laughs> is good for anti-aging and provides a hydration for your skin. Um, and my mom loves using cucumber. So cucumber water or um, like almost blending cucumbers as well. And that really helps with depuffing. puffing um, But what's been really great is um, the cu- my customer feedback and hearing how they've used their contour cube um Mm -hmm. so they I've gotten messages saying oh I've put you know rose water um which is great for like as a natural toner um and like I've added some aloe vera and I've I've put some hyaluronic acid and I popped in the freezer and I'm like oh that's awesome you know like I want to try that and I think that's really great that you can customize um yeah the recipes
0: to suit your skin yeah so cool and like I was looking through the pictures on your website for the recipes. makes me want to take a bite out of them. So oh, just, yeah. Are they safe to adjust? Like, are your recipes kind of built for that? Or like, no, don't eat it, please you
1: don't know? um, Probably don't eat it. But, I mean, all the ingredients in there that you are putting in are natural. And the it is made of out of food-grade, you know, food-grade material. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, be careful. But, I mean, it does look like an ice
0: popsicle, so I don't blame you. <laughs> I was looking. I was like, oh. I, I could probably throw some like blended fruits in there. Just make it to a popsicle. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah. You totally could. <laughs> Maybe that's your next market you break into. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like well, multi-use. It's like
0: multi-purpose. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious, what is something that you wish you had known before starting your business? And was starting a business like always kind of in your plans?
1: Um, I feel like I've always been interested in business. Um, Growing up, to be honest, my mom could never get me into reading books, um, like like Harry Potter books and that kind of thing. But the moment I picked up like a business book, I couldn't put it down. <laughs> so um, I think the first book, I, I really got my hands on was like about Tom's shoes. And I was just so inspired by that whole story. Um, and yeah, I guess I've always been interested in, in business and, and the idea of like building something from scratch and then like building a brand and like leaving that legacy behind. Um, So yeah, I guess I've always kind of had like a side hustle, but I think this has really been the very first business where um, it's really been built from an idea that that sort of hasn't been done before. Um,
0: Sorry, what was the question again? (laughs) Yeah, and like, what's something that you wish you had known before starting a business? I guess I wish
1: I had, would have been more prepared for, um, I guess, the scale, um, <laughs> being ready to, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, no one would have known that, like, some of our videos would have gone, like, viral and hit that stage and that kind of thing, and if we had been more prepared for that, um, yeah, we definitely had, like, the tooling, um, you know, done ahead of time and, and being able to, yeah, expand the business a lot quicker than we were able to, um and yeah I think that would be maybe the probably one of the main things um
0: for sure yeah I know like reading business books um they're all like you got to do xyz to prepare to you know grow at this rate and like it's so crazy now that tiktok overnight one video could be like completely sold out
1: (laughs) yeah totally yeah exactly um yeah yeah it does it does feel a bit like you know we're making it up as we go um and yeah like this whole experience is a lot of learning as you go um from like creating the website to the packaging to the pricing model um and it's all kind of like you're just kind of figuring it out um but yeah I mean it would be great to have like even like a mentor and that kind of thing to have that guidance but um there is a lot of education out there anyway so um
0: yeah for sure yeah and I'm interested to hear why you decided to go with a, like a product-based business rather than like a service-based business, which seems to be very trendy nowadays, you know, with like marketing agencies, subscription-based courses, then like blogs. Why did you decide yeah. to go with a product?
1: I think I've always just been interested in product-based businesses. And just from like a background perspective, like having worked in a production agency where we were kind of building all these really cool products, um, and bringing them to life. So we worked really closely with different creative agencies who came up with all these really cool ideas, um, for products. And I think I was just always so inspired by, by that. Um, and love the idea of how a product can almost like change your, change your life or just make, make your life easier. Um, and something like the Contour Cube is, is something that you can easily work into your skincare routine. It's something that, you know, people really? around the world use, um, but there hasn't been something that has made that process easier and it's something that really does fix a problem. Um, so for me, I think it's just that that interest in um, physical products, um, yeah, rather than, rather than yes, yeah, a
0: service-based business. And there's always just something so, like, freaking cool about, like, holding something that... You thought of in your actual hands and like a hundred percent,
1: exactly. It's like this was just a thought and a concept, and like I love that whole idea of bringing it to life. And like as you said, yeah, it's like this is it. This is in my hands right now. It's 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 really fun
0: and crazy. Yeah. So, what are your future goals with uh, the Contour Cube?
1: Um, definitely growing the business. Um, we're looking at expanding the range. Um looking I guess at like the whole like skincare ecosystem and kind of seeing like okay what else can we do um to to help the whole process from start to finish in terms of facial icing um you know uh constantly listening to our customers feedback um and understanding you know what other things um could be helpful and what other products we should create um one of the things we've recently launched is our contour cloths so um you know if you do have sensitive skin um, or are prone to redness, you can put um, our contour cloth, which is basically a bamboo blend um, Mm -hmm. on top of your kind of ice to help create that protective barrier between the ice um, and your skin. Um, So yeah, just, I guess, continuing to innovate and come up with, you know, more products and, you know, obviously would be great to to expand our distribution network and, and definitely get the brand out there
0: um and yeah i guess that's
1: kind of the main goal yeah i'm hoping to
0: see your product in like sephora soon because that's oh. the only place i shop
1: oh i wish oh i wish that would be an absolute dream i think i should like go into sephora and just put it on the shelf
0: and take a photo and like put it on a vision board or something i just put it down and like leave it there and like see what happens no, yeah exactly yeah exactly I should try that <laughs> yeah let me know how that goes <laughs> what do you want to start like another business down the line
1: um I think at this stage I probably want to see yeah how far I could go um, with Contra cube and expanding into like the whole skincare range um but yeah I'm definitely open if, if I do get another sort of like spark and like a light bulb moment. I definitely am open to, to constantly, yeah, creating new products and and yeah, delving into a, another space. Definitely.
0: Yeah, there's so much out there to still be invented. So. Yeah, a
1: hundred percent, yeah.
0: And then before we end this episode, I just want to ask, what advice would you give to, because we do have, you know, a lot of younger audiences listening to this. Uh, people who are, you know, college, high school, What advice would you give them to people who are hoping to open their own business one day?
1: I would definitely say if you have an idea, back yourself and don't let anything stop you. Not even a global pandemic. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just totally. Yeah. Just go for it. And um, I think you don't need to feel like you need to know everything. You can be really resourceful with what you have. Um, And don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, There's a lot of education out there. Um, and, and knowledge that you can find and, and self-teach as well. So I, I definitely think just go for it. And there's no better time to start than, than right now.
0: Yeah, literally just taking the first step. And you never know if TikTok will blow your business up overnight. <laughs> uh, oh, 100%. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> definitely go on TikTok. Exactly. You never know what kind of exposure. You never know who's watching your video. You never know where it's going to end up. So yeah, I mean, take the leap. and And I think, yeah, you definitely won't regret it
0: yeah absolutely and I think that's a great place to end the episode I love learning about the contour cube and honestly I might have to go buy one for myself just to make a possible (laughs) with it (laughs) awesome yeah definitely let me know how that goes (laughs) for our listeners make sure to tune back in soon for a new episode of women running businesses and a huge thank you to you Sarah for coming on the episode today and sharing more about what you do thank
1: you so much for having me it's been a lot of fun